recording call. We are on. We Good have started. Good morning. Hello. 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 You, uh, we don't have a lot of time today. No, you got to go to work. I have to go to work. You just got home from doing Rent. I just got home. show on Broadway. Yeah, well, the show isn't on Broadway anymore, but I just got home from work. I had a morning performance of Rent. And who do you play then, in Rent? Uh, I I play I play the the check, uh, the rent check. <laughs> do you? I, I dress up like a big check, and then they they sign me, and mail me in. I saw Rent when it was on Broadway. I saw a preview yeah. of it. So this yeah. is this is going. That's to a long back. time ago. My yeah, God, it's, it's like is. 1995. I know. I've been here for around for a while. Wow. Uh, I didn't Old. care for it. You didn't care for it. I just thought it was it. it and you know, I haven't. You you are probably more familiar with it than I am. You think maybe. <laughs> maybe. I mean, but it's you know, it's musical theater, which is what I do for a living. It's my current show, so <laughs> uh, I mean, I've now seen it like fifty times in the last month. Right. So it's it's possible that. So I might have some familiarity. You are wearing earplugs while you play it, though. Yeah, but I know what's going on. Uh, I just found it to be irritating. Why that whole song about how we're not going to pay? You know what? I find that song pretty irritating. This is the title song from the show. The show is called Rent, and this song is called Rent. And they've just been told, the two main guys have just been told by their landlord that uh, their free ride is over. They've been living for free in an apartment, and, and now they've been told by their landlord, you're done with that, and now you got to pay the rent. Right. And they start bemoaning and they start saying, you know, how how are we going to pay? We're not going to pay. How are we going to pay our rent? And you know what I want to say? Get a job. <laughs> Get a job, you that, slackers. You're that's a bunch my of feeling. Seriously, you're like 20 something slackers in the Lower East Side of New York. One of you thinks you're a filmmaker and one of you thinks you're a songwriter and you don't have a job. And that's why you can't pay the rent. Just get a job. That's what I, that was my feeling. That was my oh. exact feeling. And doesn't he yeah. get offered a job to do video for current affairs or entertainment? Yes, he, yes, he does. In the second act, he gets offered a job doing like junk TV. And he takes the job, and then he quits the job before he ever starts. That's irritating. And you know what the most irritating thing about that show is? What? That scarf. Oh, yeah, the scarf. You know, that um, our the guy who plays the character's name is Mark, and the uh -huh. guy who plays Mark, we have he has a scarf, but it isn't the same scarf. It's not. He a, oh, he has a different kind of scarf. Is it long and gigantic and? Could... It's long, but it's not that long, and he doesn't wrap it around his neck, and it's not like black. It doesn't look like something out of a Tim Burton movie. Oh my god! That, that black scarf. and white striped scarf from Broadway that looks like he looks like a Tim Burton movie oh, costume. It's horrible. Yeah. So so uh, uh, on to you know you know where Rent is really bad though is the movie. Have you I, seen the movie of Rent? Seen, I haven't seen the movie. Maybe the worst musical movie of all time. Really. Well, when you compare it to how successful the play is and how many people really like the play and how movie musicals in general, just there isn't a high expectation because most of them suck. Uh -huh. uh, this one really, really sucks. Really? Oh, yeah. It's just horrible. The worst in the producer's movie? Because um, that's pretty bad. You know what? I think it. Well, I, you know, I think it's it's similarly bad. I think it's worse than the producer's movie. Really? I, I think so, but I don't like the producer's play very much. Well, I saw the producer's very, We're talking very... about the producer's musical movie, not the original. Oh, no, the no, original no, no, no. Zero Mostel, Gene Wilder, that's awesome. That's brilliant. 
Yeah, we're talking about the movie with Matthew Broderick and Nathan Broderick. Right. <laughs> As the Broderick. Broderick brothers. Uh, I saw that. I saw the producers very early on in its run, and it was yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. See, I did not enjoy it, and I saw it after after the hype, after it was famous, after everybody thought it was the most amazing thing in the history of everything, and I just thought, really? This is stupid. What What is it that you like about this? I didn't understand. I saw it in the middle of the hype. I enjoyed yeah. it. Did you? Yeah, I laughed. But it's stupid. What is it that you liked about it? I thought it was very funny. It was not. I, it's, it's, it's subjective. I thought it was funny. No, you were wrong. The whole the whole uh, chorus line swastika thing. All right. Did you just say swastika? Swastika. 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 Like S C H W A sticker. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it starts with a schwa. It doesn't. No, it, it's a swastika. Well, I wouldn't give them the satisfaction of pronouncing it correctly. It's not a. It, it it's it's not a swastika. Swastika. No. No. <laughs> no, very much no. I, I I think you're I think you're wrong. Okay, I'm not, but okay. <laughs> anyway, so uh, welcome to Schwill Me In. <laughs> Schwill Me Schwin. Schwin. Uh, this is not a one hundred and thirty-four. This is not a podcast about musicals. Nope. It is not a podcast about Broadway. Nope. It is indeed a pro- podcast about crossword puzzles. What? I've never huh? done one in my life. Right. What uh, is a crossword puzzle? This is 134. That I'm... is a magic number. Is it 134? Is it not? I have no clue. It sure. is. 134. Welcome to this episode. Yes, this episode. Today we have not much to talk about, which could, should be obvious. Yep. Point. Uh, so we're going to get right to it. Let's here, go. Here is the music. Here it is, and there it was. All right. I have so, I have done I have done no preparation for this show. No, either have I. I have been at work all morning. I had a show, and then I had an interview, and then I had to buy cat food. And uh, I know that doesn't count as work, but I had to do it. Uh, so here we are. I am prepared. Less. Good for you. Yeah. So uh, let's see. Uh, we want to talk about the Three Amigos. I still haven't seen it. You still haven't seen it. Nope. But oh, June uh, now, says he hasn't seen it. June hasn't seen it. June says I haven't seen the Three Amigos, but El Guapo is and always will be portly Red Sox reliever Rich Garces. Absolutely. I'm surprised Brian didn't mention him. Well, I had no idea he was an amigo. I know well, he's a former Red Sox pitcher, but El Guapo is 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 not an amigo. He's the enemy of the amigos. So he's like the fourth amigo. No, no, he's not. He's not an amigo at all. He's uh, uh what's the opposite of amigo in Spanish? Uh, Ogima. Ogima? I don't think That's so. Amigo backwards. Uh, is it? Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> he's the enemy. He's the enemy okay. of the movie. He's the villain. Okay. He's the one who's so famous, he's infamous. Oh, I see. And who plays him? Is it like Christopher Lloyd or somebody? No, no. It's uh, it's uh, Alfonso uh, Rao. Soriano. Yes. What? Alfonso, Alfonso Soriano. Rao. I don't know who that is. He's a uh, actor. An actor? An actor and a director. <laughs> and a director? Yes. I Alfonso Arau. All right. He's very good. Okay. He was El Guapo. All right. So people's favorite uh, uh, amigos, Lucky Day. 
Yep. Came up a few times, Dusty Bottoms. And these are the actual names of the Amigos. Yes. Like their real names, their birth names. Yes, Lucky Day, Dusty Bottoms. Who would ever name their child Dusty Bottoms? Who wouldn't? I wouldn't. Well, touche. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. That's fine. All right. Then don't. I still haven't seen the movie, but maybe June Pock, maybe you and I should see it together. Oh, and Ned Niederlander. That's the third uh, amigo. So me and June and Ned Niederlander will all go see it together. That sounds good. That sounds great. It's a date. It's a great movie. Did you talk to your wife about this movie? I did not. I'm sure she's seen it. I did not. I'm going to wait until she listens to that episode of the podcast, and then I'll have a conversation. You let me know when that happens. (laughs) I will. I will. Do we have viewer mail? I don't know. That was up to you to figure out. Uh, Let's open up the viewer mailbag and see. Viewer mail, opening it up. Um, I don't Uh, know if we have anything in there. Hello. Uh, Let's see. Hello. 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 Uh, I don't think we have any viewer mail. No. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Dave Hansen. Dave Hansen. Dave Hansen, not former Dodger. Not former Dodgers pinch pinch hitter. Uh, He also, I believe Dave Hansen also holds the record for most pinch hit home runs in a season. We've discussed this before. Have we? Yes. It's pretty amazing. It's something like seven home runs. That's what you said last time. That's a lot of You might have said eight home runs last time. That is a lot of pinch hit home runs. That is. Dave Hansen says, I've been listening, viewing to fill me in for a while now. But back, and uh, the subject is response to show 131. So this is from a ways back. Uh, But back in December, I lost my Zoom, and I've been very busy in January, so I've fallen behind in my viewing, which is bad for me because I've missed out on a lot of entertaining discussion. Interesting. He must be talking about near miss. He must. He must be. Including your analysis of my New York Times debut puzzle, the January 4th palindromic word puzzle. Now, we all remember this. Do we Yes. Yes, we do. We do. Uh, I, he said, I finally got a chance to listen to that episode this past weekend, then have my wife listen to the bit about my puzzle. Some things I need to let you know. One, no, I won't be at the ACPT this year. I was at the 2008 tourney and loved it and would like to come back again. But between airfare, hotel, fees and dining, it's just not in the cards this year. That's too bad. I, I can only imagine. I mean, it's expensive for us and we just take a subway there. Yeah, it's still so, it is pricey, but uh, it's worth it. It's worth it. But I totally understand if it if it is too expensive to go. Yeah, that could be that could get up into over thousand bucks if you need uh, hotel, airfare, food. I guess it could be. And if you bring your wife. Pretty expensive. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Maybe he should. Everybody who has had a pub a puzzle published in the New York Times, maybe they should get a discount. You think? Yeah. It's an interesting theory. All right. Try to make that happen. Uh, I will. I'm going to send you out on a recon mission with Will Shorts to make that happen. Great. Okay. I won't go. Okay. Uh, uh, point number two. I've been compared to Papa Smurf before, but no one else has ever compared me to Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yes. How is that possible? The picture looks just like it Philip does. Seymour It does. It looks exactly like Philip Seymour How has nobody compared you to Philip Seymour Hoffman? Who, by the way, is one of the most awesome actors of the He's last fantastic. years. Uh, I love Philip Seymour. He says, my wife was rather taken aback at that comparison. You're much more handsome than he is, she said. The fact that she doesn't have a similar objection when I compared to Papa Smurf has given me cause to worry. I I don't find Philip Seymour Hoffman to be unattractive. I don't find Papa Smurf to be unattractive. Yeah, okay. I mean, when you think about the Smurf village, there's really only one girl. 
Right. So you have to broaden your horizons. Smurfette. Yeah, that's the only girl. So, you, you know, if you're a straight guy, you have to broaden your horizons and be willing to accept, I don't know, alternate means of pleasure. <laughs> okay, we're getting to a weird area here. <laughs> you think? Point three. Okay. As was pointed out, words are not the only things that can, can be palindromic. Sentences or phrases can be either at the letter or word level, as can numbers, DNA sequences, colored stripes, etc. Wow. Colored stripes can be palindromic? I would like to see a puzzle that has palindromic DNA sequences. I don't think you would. Why not? How would you clue that? Uh, uh, this is what Frank's DNA looks like. Seriously? You would clue? That would be interesting to you? I think so. Oh, my God, that would be horrible. How would it be horrible? Because every letter in it would be essentially, or at least the first half, would be unchecked squares. Okay. It would be a random string of letters that happen to be palindromic that isn't a word. Well, you if you know who, who Frank is... That doesn't matter. Name... Oh, all right, you know who you are. What's your DNA sequence? I think it starts with an F. Yeah? And it's like pie. You know, you forget it after the first couple of things. <laughs> oh, is that what it's like? Like pie. I see. It's like pie. Uh, and he concludes, Dave Hansen concludes by saying, oh, it's also spelled differently than, than Dave Hansen of the Dodgers. Well, then that's pretty, I'd say we are confirmed he is not the same person. Probably. Oh, by the way, a few months ago, I won the contest of now, Mia Ham. I gave my prize to a friend as part of a birthday gift. He was very pleased with it and asked asked me to send his thanks to you guys. Signed, Dave Hansen, Rosebud. Wonderful. Rose Rosebud. Dave Hansen is a sled. Dave Hansen is a sled. Dave Hansen is a sled. Uh, let's see. What what else, what other viewer mail? We have um, oh, from Karen from the Cape. Karen from the Cape, our the favorite, curling, the pirate curler. Our favorite pirate curler. She says, I have, oh, because we ask people if they like uh, contests. We don't get a lot of responses. So we asked if we if people like contests. And she yeah. says, I have rarely submitted contest answers. Reason number one, I believe that this is because I tend to process things visually better than audially. Okay. Is audially a word? I don't know. Audially? Audially? I think orally. I'm going to go with audially. Okay, audially. And when I write in a in to get the contest for now with the password, frankly, you guys suck at responding in a timely fashion. That is true. That is sometimes true. That, um, is, that is your job, Ryan. Is and it? Yes. Oh, well, then I suck at it. Yes. Uh, I only jump in and do it when you have failed to after like three days. I, I confess. To what? To being horrible at it. Oh, okay. I confess. I take full responsibility. Good. Let's see. Are you uh, going to prove? Are you going to do anything about that? Uh, probably not. Reason number two, I'm pretty bad at solving word puzzles. Yeah. Well, that would probably get in the way of solving contests that are sort of word puzzle based. Probably. Yeah. So, uh, viewer mail, closing it up. You know, there was something interesting I was going to say, and uh, I think it's escaped me, so... Never mind. Okay. I don't know what it was. Really? Yeah. All right. Yeah, so the, no. you want to do the contest of men? I wonder what it was that I was going to say that I found so interesting. Oh, I know what it It's not very interesting after all, but it was about palindromes. There's a puzzle in uh, Patrick Berry's Adventures in Puzzling book. Yes. Which I still think you should get, Adventures in Puzzling. It's terrific. Every page is a different kind of puzzle. It's fantastic. Uh, 
but there's a puzzle in there that's very cool. They take sentences, he takes sentences, and he replaces a palindromic, a nine-letter palindromic string with like a symbol, and uh-huh. you have to figure out what that palindromic string is based on the context of the sentence. Example. I cannot come up with one. I don't have the book in front of me. Why do you not have the book? Because it's at, in my dressing room at the theater. Why would you bring this up and then not be able to give an example? Because uh, it occurred to me when you were talking about palindromes. We were both talking about palindromes. It was mostly you. I was doing more listening than talking. Can you listen palindromically? No. I just tried to listen to what you said live and then to re-listen to it in reverse, To and I couldn't do it. So you can't. I can't. Can but does one? It doesn't mean it's not possible. Yeah, I suppose maybe it's possible. Like landing on the moon. It's possible. I can't do it, but maybe it's possible. Okay. I suppose. Fair enough. Yeah, I suppose. Oh, so the, dear. Okay. Cats are attacking me. So, so now the, the contest what, of then. Okay, go. The contest of then was you take a country in Africa. Yes. And you take a country in the Middle East. Yes. And you combine them, you combine the yeah. names, not yes. the countries, you combine the names, Yes. and you anagram it, and you get the name of something that might be crawling around in either of those areas. Yes. The answer was, and still is, Iran and Chad. Iran and Chad. Which scrambles to arachnid. Arachnid. Yes. Arachnid. Uh, we got That's a, a fancy of... word for spider. It is a fancy word for spider. Now, what if you what if you combine Chad and Persia? Then you get Perchadstia. Perchadstia. I don't know. What do you get? I don't know. What is Chad? And, what is that? What do? You, why? Because Iran. Oh, because Iran used to be Persia. Used to be Persia. Interesting. Um, well, then, what's an even older name for a spider? Maybe that's the answer. <laughs> Maybe. What's the what's what what did arachnids evolve from? It wasn't it the the goddess Arachne. The goddess Arachne. You know, there's a character in Spider-Man the Musical named Arachne. I I, I know that. Yeah, you do. I Spider-Man did. the Musical, by the way, Spider-Man the Musical apparently has now been reviewed in the newspaper, even though it hasn't opened yet. Uh huh. I haven't read these reviews, but I hear they're not very nice. No, I actually know somebody who went to see it. Oh yeah. He's a big comic book fan, and, and yeah. Just wanted to go see it to see what it was like, and he said it was pretty horrible. Yeah, I've not been hearing very positive things about it, and it cost more than any other show has ever cost in the history yeah. of everything. Yeah. 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 Well, see, here's the here's what I don't understand. They completely redo the story for it, for Spider-Man. Oh, how? How? The, I, now... I don't really remember, but there are different characters, and and it just doesn't follow the original story. Okay. And I understand that 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 uh, uh, you got to change some things. But here's a story that was written in a comic book almost 50 years ago. Yeah. And it's been, it was so well done that it's been made into movies and it's the comic book is still around. It's made into a musical. So clearly there's something to the original story that, that, that affects people and is yeah. good. So why would you change it? Uh, I don't know. People always think that they are that they know better. But it's if it's been proven for fifty years that this is a good story, that people enjoy this story. Yeah. Why would you change it? Why would you change it? I don't know. I can't think of a good reason. No, there is no good. Reason. I mean, the you know Bono and the Edge, they're writing these songs. Uh, I mean, this like the, story the, the Edge, the, the Edge, for example, thinks his name, the Edge, is better than his real name. 
you know. Which is so what? He, I don't know, like Joe or something. But clearly he thinks he knows how to one-up the world. So maybe he's doing that with this Spider-Man I nonsense. I guess so. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen Spider-Man, the, the you know, the musical. I, I have I have no clue. I've done no preparation, you see. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a few alternate answers for. Uh, oh, oh, by the way, uh, Chad and Persia could be uh, arcade hips. Arcade hips. Arcade hips. Okay, that yes. sounds good. Arcade hips. I like uh, it. But uh, Chad and Iran uh, go to Arachnid. We've got a few alternate answers. Jeremy Horwitz, who did get the correct answer, yeah. also uh, combined the uh, Democratic Republic of the Congo with United Arab Emirates and got Upu, the doomed electric eclectic transmogrification bear well that was uh that's that's what i thought it was too but is it uh, yeah that's totally where i went with it uh unfortunately jeremy we're we're wrong doug peterson came up with uh he anagrammed kenya and israel and he got a riley snake i don't know what that means i don't know either a riley snake what is what is is riley an adjective uh it could be or maybe one who riles person who discovered the snake and so they named it after him oh maybe i have a nephew named riley you do yeah i i I know i'm saying you do yes i do not you do like i'm surprised by it but you do as in i know yeah yeah i do (laughs) uh so uh the winner of the contest uh, you pick the winner i pick the winner yeah what are my choices well you can go with jeremy horwitz yeah. You could go with Peter Gordon. Uh-huh. You could go with, uh, let's see, who else could you go with? Uh, Howard Barkin. Oh, I like Howard Barkin. Choice. I'm going to go with Howard Barkin. All right, Howard Barkin is the winner. Howard Barkin, congratulations. <laughs> You've just won the contest of then. Uh, tell us what you want to win, and we will send it to you immediately. Within six to eight months. Yes. Because that's about how long it takes for prizes to leave my apartment. Yes. The contest of now, oh, okay. contest of now, comes to us from Amanda Yeznowitz, the unparalleled, paralleled Verz engineer, a shining light to us all. Yes. And she says, here is the contest. Start with the four-letter last name of a famous actor. Uh, Hecht. Insert it. <laughs> Not four letters. Oh. Insert it into a common six-letter male name. Ryan. Okay. The end result will be the complete name of a prominent figure in the film industry. Ry Hecton. So you got the four-letter last name of a famous actor. Four-letter last name of a famous actor. A six-letter male name. You insert the four-letter name into the six-letter name. There's no anagramming. No, no anagramming involved. Keep them in the same order. No anagramming at all. You get the complete name, the first yeah. and second name. Of... So we're, we're, we're plugging... We're plugging some famous actor's last name into into what into a, a six letter male name this not necessarily a, a famous actor's male name a six letter male name just sort of a generic man's name a generic man's name the name of a generic man yes okay the, it wasn't a, that was a u2 album <laughs> the name of a generic man yeah wasn't it uh sure i think it might have been yeah the edge uh it was about his childhood oh i thought it was about uh i have no idea lantern story i thought it was called something like the streets have no name oh okay i think that might have been it okay but i could be wrong that might be a song or it might not even be you too i don't know much about you too you understand i've done no preparation for this (laughs) people were very big into you too when i was in high school 
Yeah. And I can never really get into it. I never got into it at all. Yeah. But I was a loser. So so was I. Yeah. So I, was, I liked Billy Joel when I was in high school. Uh, I didn't really listen to any music. I liked Billy Joel. I wanted to be able to play the piano like Billy Joel. So if we both didn't like you too, and we both were losers, yeah. this kind of seems like the whole uh, watch the Three Amigos. Uh, yeah, but we haven't gotten into the fact where you were addicted to dumb movies and video games and never did your homework. Right. I was addicted to schoolwork and getting A's, and so now... You were addicted uh, to schoolwork and getting A's? No, but I did like doing schoolwork. I also liked playing video games. I mean, that is true. I did play video games. But you didn't add the Three Amigos into the mix. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't watch a lot of dumb movies. My, it's not a dumb movie. Sorry, I, I didn't watch a lot of mediocre movies. It's not mediocre. Oh. Um, I, I didn't... It's a brilliant movie. <laughs> it's got Martin Short, Steve Martin, and yes. Chevy Chase. I told you I've seen each of the Amigos in other movies. And Alfonso I really liked. Rao. I really liked Martin Short in Inner Space. That was one of my favorite movies of the era. Inner Space. That was a good movie. Uh, I thought that uh, Chevy Chase, of course, in Vacation, uh, was uh, that was great. And in Fletch, I loved Fletch. Uh-huh. That was a great movie, Fletch. Uh-huh. Did you ever see Fletch? <laughs> Please stop saying that. <laughs> Did you ever see Fletch? I did. I've seen Fletch. Chevy Chase plays in in the movie Fletch. Chevy Chase <laughs> plays the character named Fletch, and Fletch is a detective. <laughs> I thought his name was Fletcher. I think his his name is Fletcher, but they call him Fletch. <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> I'm begging you. Okay. Uh, all right. So uh, look. On the horizon, it's a thunder god, and he's got Alfonso Arau with him. Alfonso Arau. Fletch. <laughs> Monday, January the 31st, by Andrea Carla Michaels. Does she have a nickname? Not yet. This puzzle was all about uh, famous people involved in food, such as Aunt Jemima, Betty Crocker, the Jolly Green Giant, Chef Boyardee, and Captain Crunch. So, famous fictional people. Oh, you don't think Betty Crocker was real? Was she? I thought she was real. I think Chef Boyardee was real, too. So then, what's the theme here? So some theme are fictional... is uh, uh, cook, cooking foodie people. <laughs> cooking foodie people? Uh, I think it's food, it's food icons, maybe. Mascots. Uh, mascots of food, perhaps. We see all these people on food packaging, right? Uh-huh. On syrup, you'll find Aunt Jemima on boxes of muffin mix or something. Is Betty Crocker's picture on those, maybe? <laughs> Jolly Green Giant appears on uh, cans of corn and uh, <laughs> beans and stuff. Uh, Chef Boyardee makes the, uh, makes the ravioli and the spaghettios and the, all the canned uh, Italian food. And uh, Captain Crunch is the captain of all cereals. Okay. Right? Am yep. I right? Yeah, I think I'm right. 100% correct. Tuesday, February 1st, by Ron and Nancy Byron. Hi, Ron and Nancy. I'm looking at their pictures. They're very happy to be photographed. They are. They're not together, though. Well, not in the picture, but every puzzle they have made, I think they've made as a team. You know what? I think they are together. They are together. They are together. Look closely at the background. You can tell Nancy's actually supposed to be on the left, but they're side by side. Oh, interesting. I think the original photograph would have had them. You know what, Jim Horn, if you're listening to this, switch Ron and Nancy around. Put Nancy on the left. It'll make it look like one picture. Yeah. Or maybe you did it this way on purpose. It'll make it look like you're looking through uh, train windows. A little bit. Yeah, Yeah. a little bit. 
Now, are they are they uh, husband and wife? I'm gonna I'm gonna guess yes. Okay. I suppose they could be brother and sister, or just good friends with a conveniently similar last name. It's also possible. Yeah. So this was about mixed media. Mixed media. M E D I A. Yeah. Artwork using both paint and collage. I didn't know collage was a media. Media. Uh, sure. I thought it was the result of a of of medium. Uh, I don't know. A collage is uh, when you take a lot of different pictures and stuff and glue them to the same paper. Yeah, well, that's but then that's that's collage. Yeah. That's yeah, that's but, a collage at the end. Yeah, of it. but you don't. But that's not them. that's not mixed media. It's when you take collage and then you paint part of it. Then you're doing two different art forms. Collage is one art form. Painting is another art form. But no, but 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 paint is not an art form. Painting is. Uh huh. So, it, but the but the clue says using both paint and collage. Like okay. you can go to the to Home Depot and buy a jar of collage. Well, I don't think it comes in jars, but I think that's the idea. I suppose the materials used to make a collage could be considered collage. I've never heard of that. I haven't either. I think that's that's weird. That's weird. So, so what should they? It should have been maybe artwork using both paint and wood. Paint and wood. Paint, paint and metal. Paint and and pipe cleaners. Uh huh. Why not that? Why collage? Macaroni. Words. Why collage? I don't know. Fletch. Hard to say. Fletch. So okay. So mixed media. So all of the 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 theme answers have the word media anagrammed in them somewhere. That's right. Minute Maid. Yep. Oak Diamond. Bedside Manor and a dime a dozen all have media in their uh, anagram. Yeah, I feel like this is a, a theme concept we've seen many times before, but executed well. Executed perfectly. Yep, well done. Well done, Team Byron. <laughs> uh, Wednesday, February 2nd. Wednesday, February 2nd, uh, another happy belated birthday to my sister Allison. Her birthday was February 2nd. This puzzle was by Peter A. Collins, Rob Reiner's Pilates friend, Peter A. Collins. Yes. And we had two word phrases where the second word was the same as the first word, minus the first letter. And those first letters being deleted were the five vowels in order. Wow. Cool. So we had... Uh, uh, what's this first one? After the oh, it was sentences where the the two word phrases removed. After the maid cleans out the blank blank, going to polish the fireplace doors. After the maid cleans out the ashes, she's going to polish the fireplace doors. Ashes, she's. And then we had estates, states, islander, slander, oranges, ranges, and using sing. Yes. So five vowels each deleted one by one. The vowels have been voted out of the puzzle. Thursday, February 3rd, 2011, by Matt Ginsburg. This was very, very difficult. Yeah, because like half of the clues weren't there. Yeah, I found this to be the most difficult puzzle of the week. Yeah. It took me a really long time to get it, but it was a fun theme. Uh, you get, uh, how does it work? Well, there's uh, sort of a phrase hidden right, right, right. The grid. It says, if, if a clue is missing, yeah. use the rat's tail. Use the <laughs> next one. Use you know what? When I looked at this grid to remind me about the puzzle and I was looking for the quote in there, that's what I read as well. <laughs> if a clue is missing, use the rat's tail. Thought, what? Wait, that's not right. Use the next one. So yes. uh, one across uh, is missing. 
But yeah, six across no is does yard work. The answer yeah. for six across is mows, but then you also use does yard work for one across and you get rakes. Yep. Now so, I didn't, I, you know, I, in, in, uh, in the electronic versions of this puzzle, the, the missing clues are still listed as just, it says one across dash dash, right? Mm -hmm. In the New York times version of it, were the clues listed? I don't know. In the print version, I don't know. The, the dead tree version where were, was one across even in the list anywhere or did the I'm, list just yeah. start with six across? I don't know. Somebody, somebody tell us this is a somebody mystery. This is a fun puzzle though. It was just, I found it to be really difficult. Matt Ginsburg is very, very clever. Yeah. Didn't very he clever guy. looking on expert info, didn't he just have one that had something with clues missing? I don't remember. I think he did. But every time I see, see his name on a puzzle, I expect it to be clever. Yeah, well, he's a clever it's a guy. High standard. He 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 sets me up for a high standard. You have a, you have a high uh, high expectations, Matt. Yes. Friday, February fourth, by Ashton Anderson. That sounds like a fake name. Does. Ashton Anderson. Plus, there's no photo, so I don't I don't trust it. Yeah, this was uh, this was fine. This was was this fine? Could I solve this? I think I solved this. Was this tough? Did you uh, tell me? Was this the one you told me I was never going to be able to figure out? No, I don't think so. No. No, I think I told you. No, I told you we were going to be able to figure it out. Oh, oh, I had a really tough time getting started, and then once uh, I I got there, it it all it all came clear. This was much more difficult than Saturdays. Much, much more difficult than Saturdays, but yes. it was full of some good stuff. Um, media frenzy. That's fun. Fix up. Coexist. E Street. Picturesque. Domain name. Uh huh. I don't know about domain name. E tail detail. Come on, you're trying to be clever with some clue, e-tail, detail, domain name? I don't think so. That's lame. What don't you I don't, think? What, what, how is that lame? I don't like it. I don't like it. All right. I don't like it. I just don't. All right, I don't see what there is not to like about it. All right, fine. Saturday, February 5th, 2011 by Mark Deal, DDS. This was insane because it was very easy. I was shocked how easy it was. Mark, I, deal, you make puzzles that are unsolvable, and yet this one, 11 minutes, and I was done. I did it in 24 minutes, which is, it's, I think for me, that's got to be a record for a Saturday. Yeah, could be. It was uh, pretty easy. It was, yeah, it was. But it was fun. Uh, 58 across, I like dramatic piano effects. I like that I remembered the term glissandos. Yeah, I, you know, technically, the plural of glissando is glissandi. It's not glissandos. Really? But, uh, you know, what can you do? So, you, did you have a problem with that? Well, it, it should be glissandi is the plural. It's an Italian word. But it's been Americanized. Like tacos. I, I will say that in because my line of work is music, I don't necessarily feel like these Italian terms in music have been Americanized. I think perhaps to the non-musician they have. But to me, they are still Italian. <laughs> Like tacos. <laughs> like tacos. Yeah. So you would go to Taco Bell and order three taki. I don't think taki is the plural of tacos. Oh, so for tacos, it's fine. But for glissandos, it's not fine. What is the plural of taco in its native language of Spanish? What is the plural of taco? Well, Spanish is very closely I'm related just asking, to what is the plural of taco? Tacos. Right. So I have no problem ordering tacos. What if it was Italianized? Then it wouldn't be a taco. Then I'd be ordering Italian food. <laughs> like well, lasagna. Why are you at Taco Bell? 
I don't know. It's disgusting, and their meat is only like eight percent meat. I know it's. Funny. Did you hear about that scandal? Uh huh. Yeah, I think the scandal's been kind of undone, but still, it's it's still gross. Not, I, it's not like it's it's ten percent meat or eight percent meat, and the rest is is sawdust. It's the rest is sawdust. It's not sawdust. It's basically sawdust. It's oats and stuff. That's sawdust. It's actually probably better for you. Than the grade F meat. Yeah. Yeah, it probably is. That's oh, probably true. Before we go on, four down. I liked four down. Move to the top, perhaps. Scroll. Move up. to the top. Scrolled up. I like that too. It took me a while to find that, but scrolled up. Yeah. That's good. Yes. That's good. Oh, is it my turn? Sorry. So. Sunday, February sixth. High School Reunion by David J. Kahn. I have absolutely nothing to say about this puzzle because I didn't do it. Well, I, it. I just am... thought it. I, I know Google did, but I, it's like it's kind of like a quote puzzle. It's oh, I see now. It is one of these. Oh, it's not it's my favorite joke. kind of puzzle. It's a, it's a, it's a joke. And so the joke is uh, uh, you just you finish sentences. So 23 across is a woman went and then the answer is to see a new doctor. And in his office, she noticed a diploma on the wall. She remembered having a high school crush and a handsome, dark-haired boy with the same name. Uh, and, then it's, and it just turns out that uh, it's not even worth it. It really isn't. I'm glad you gave up on it on the way through because I don't care one bit. How about this clue? 88 down, nine-time world champion rodeo cowboy. Ty Murray. Yeah. Bet you've heard of him, haven't you? I really but- haven't. Can you believe that? How is Ty Murray in the Sunday puzzle? That was, uh, yeah. That, that was, is nonsense. That was what. That was one of the parts I had a little bit of a trouble. How about this? Ty Murray has his own Wikipedia page. Well, I is also it... didn't know uh, Bob Blank, 1986 PGA Player of the Year. Bob Blank. Tway. Bob Tway. I've heard of Bob Tway. You've heard of Bob Tway? Yeah. No. Yeah, I have. Uh, I don't think so. No, I definitely have. How have you heard of Bob Tway? You know, I think it's because years ago, the the computer games that I was addicted to tended to be sports simulation games. And I think I used to play some golf game in which Bob Tway, like you could play as Bob Tway. You could play as Bob Tway? Well, it was like before Tiger Woods. This is when I was a kid. And so, you, you know, you had these other golfers, these other former golfers. And I feel like Bob Tway sticks out of my mind. So does Fuzzy Zeller. Wasn't he a golfer? Yeah, Fuzzy, Fuzzy Zeller. Zeller. What about Chichi what? Rodriguez? What about uh, what about uh, Seve Bastaeros? I think it's Seve Ballesteros. Okay, so, close enough. <laughs> I like I like I like my version better, Bastaeros. Yeah, your version is pretty good. Yeah, I, I think my version is good. I want to know if Fuzzy Zeller has ever been in the New York Times crossword puzzle. Uh, he he could have been. He was. Fuzzy Zeller was in the New York Times crossword puzzle on uh, April 24th. It was a puzzle by Brendan Emmett Quigley down under starring Tom Selleck, Magnum P.I. something. Uh, this was all puzzles that had double Z's in it. Oh, wow. All clues that had double Z's in it. Fuzzy Zeller was in there along with Ozzy Osbourne, Jazzy Jeff and Dizzy Dean. Nice. Nice. Tylenol going down the middle. Tylenol. Wow. And Joe's. All right. Sanchos is in there. This was, without a doubt, our worst show ever. <laughs> We're ending our thunder round with April 24th, 2007. <laughs> My friend didn't have any <laughs> oh, 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 
if you need a a, a password. Oh yeah, Fuzzy Zeller. Your password Fuzzy is Zeller. Fuzzy Zeller. But we've faded out by now. So, forget it. Yeah. <laughs>